6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Do you know what? When I left for work yesterday, it wasn't there. It, it wasn't there. But by the time I came home, a nest, a wasp nest, um, well, they had built a nest on my, on my back patio door, I guess a hive, whatever you call it. So now what to do? I think a lot of people are talking about wasps this year because there seems to be a whole lot of them out there. I'm seeing a lot of folks trying to figure out how to deal with them. So let's find out what is going on, what we should do, and probably really what we shouldn't be doing with Mike Delinsky. He's the former provincial entomologist for Alberta and director of science and innovation with Taurus. Hey, Mike, welcome welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi, Jalen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. I, like seriously, left for work, came home, it was there. They move fast. A little paper wasp. Yeah. Wow, that is fast. Those are very small colonies that build those little tiny ones, a different species than the great big ones. And there are all kinds of them, ground-dwelling ones and tree-dwelling ones, you know. There, there are oh, several species in the province, but there are two primary pesty ones. Uh- and, you know, those yellowy and black ones, uh, striped yellow and black, you know, average people would see are, are the common ones. So, Mikey, so this, so we've, I've seen really small ones. They've tried to build them in my inside my shed. Little tiny things that look like, I don't know, the size of maybe a walnut or something. That's their little uh, nest. I had a big, huge nest the size of, you know, a football and mm-hmm. a half in my front tree last year as well that one of my great listeners decided they wanted it to do some taxidermy with, which was awesome. I got it down. What's the difference? You know, those great big nests. Who's doing that? Just different species. Okay. That's about all. eh? There there are multiple species that are out here living basically the same lifestyle. They're they're general predators and omnivores. They eat fruits. They eat protein. They need those same nutrients that a human does to develop their eggs and feed to their young. So they're out foraging all the time, eating insects primarily. They're very, very beneficial insects, to tell you the honest truth, really? in a lot of ways. Because I was going to ask you, I really wanted to know what purpose do they, do they serve? <laughs> well, you know what? You can find them eating roadkill, you know. If, if you got a dead mouse around or something like that, they're very, very good at cleaning up carcasses. And, you know, that's why they wind up around your food table. You know, when you're eating because they can smell food and they're out foraging. Remember, these things live relatively local, so they're always flying around in that territory. So when you pop out there, they see you and they're curious, but they're not interested in eating you. And I think, you know, I was thinking about this, and I think a lot of, of wasps are attracted to people by their body odor or women and their perfume to tell you honest truth and of course when you're eating they're attracted by the smell of food all right because yeah it does seem when you're eating like last night we we were outside having some hamburgers i popped open a Mm -hmm. cider and next thing you know boom they're there as annoying as ever exactly you know and if you watch them a little bit they'll start eating on your plate so you know they're 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 kind of general feeders you know and and the big the biggest issue with people is is their fear i mean Mm -hmm. they're not interested in you and i mean you know you got to put yourself in a wasp position if you start swatting at it you know how would you like somebody swatting at you so you know and then they have an alarm pheromone that they can utilize you know my little granddaughter sophia who's five is a, is a real avid entomologist and lily beetle whisperer and i've got her trained to to be you know quiet and you know my wife is the reverse she just kind of <laughs> heads for the house <laughs> so <laughs> uh, so mike what should we do i mean you, you, you say don't wait 
wave your arms around. Don't go running. What no. should we do? If they're bugging us, what do we do? Okay, here's what I, I do and what I tell people. And I, and I had my own experience. You know, I, I, I had the same kind of conversation with Calgary yesterday, to tell you the honest truth, and I was out in the lawn and a wasp came along. So I had a personal experience <laughs> yesterday. But here's what I do. If I'm wearing glasses or sunglasses, the first thing I do is take them off and either hold them in my hand or put them on the table. The one thing I don't want is to get them inside my glasses and sting me around the eye. The second thing I do, and I'll go through a couple, is if I'm drinking pop or having a beer out on the deck, I don't like to have it in a can. Because if a wasp gets in there and it can't get out, it'll be alive. And, and one of the real hazards is swallowing a wasp and it's stinging you on the way down your throat. Then you're, you're putting yourself in a position for inflammation and, and a lot greater risk of anaphylactic shock. Although anaphylactic shock is, a, is an immune response rather than a, a, a toxic response. Beyond that, just stay quiet. You know, if you're sitting, don't lean back if you, if you can't see it and it's on your back because you'll squeeze it. And if you squeeze it, it'll sting you. So, you know, that's about all you can do. Generally, what I did yesterday after a while, I'm being sort of irritated by it flying around me and buzzing, I just walked into the house and left it outside. But I see people, you know, out there with their hats swinging at it or with their hands. <laughs> like, why would you why would you aggravate this this creature that you're terrified of is beyond me. So, you know, they live kind of in different places. They make the nests. They make the, they, sometimes they live in holes. They live in the ground. They, they live all over the place, depending, right. I guess, what kind they are. Um, I know a lot of us want to kill them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we want to destroy the nests. What, yes. what do you recommend we should do? <laughs> well, you know, the easy recommendation is to get an exterminator out, but, you know, that's not what average people want to do. So, so I, 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 I basically tell people to, to use uh, the, uh, uh, the wasp bombs. They shoot a, a stream of fluid, and I was over at Amory yesterday getting some faucet stuff, and I noticed they have them there. And they're commonly available at places like Home Depot and Lowe's and that type of thing. So... Uh, one thing, uh, you do that in the evening mm. uh, because the wasps will go back and they're cold-blooded. So as the nights get cooler, they're, they're less prone to fly. So if you get back when it's almost dark and you spray into the mouth of the nest or if it's a hole in the ground or it's in a log, if you spray in there, that poison will you know, but somewhat fumigate them. But if it contacts them or they walk over it, they'll probably be dead the next day. There are other ways to do it. You can trap them using hamburger floating on a dish, you know, mm. in a bucket of water, or you can use pop. Pop is a great attractant and cut the top off, flip it around so that the, the hole is in the bottom and sit it on top and they go into it and get trapped. You know, and there are all kinds of these gimmicky things is, is my estimation of wasp traps. Some of them have pheromones in them and, and that is fine, but which species, I don't know. The, the real key thing, though, is you, um, you know, so you can get rid of them that way. You know, use your imagination to a degree, but be cautious because if, you're, if you get stung and you have uh, the risk of anaphylactic shock, but that isn't a great risk. A lot of people uh, are worried about, you know, be, uh, developing anaphylactic shock. Yeah. 
but you know, if you, just because you're say allergic to bees doesn't mean you're going to be to wasp okay. and different species of. So so don't worry about that. Some people will take a plastic bag if they're brave enough, put it <laughs> over the nest wasp and then scrape it off the ceiling like you're on your eve there into yeah. the plastic bag. They're not going to sting you through the plastic bag because they can't get a grip on anything to sting you through that. Well, that takes some bravery, and falling off a ladder is more dangerous than the wasp. To tell you, <laughs> my <laughs> husband just puts some. Gl- more husband- people are hurt that way from, <laughs> from wasps. My husband <laughs> but, put some gloves on and just you know it was about three inches four inches big and just squished it which i didn't think was the brightest idea but he did it so here's another question before we run out of time do those i i have heard that if you leave if you take down the nest or if it's a dead like if it's dead you've killed all the 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 wasps in there and if you leave it hanging around or get those fake nests that that'll work that will keep them away does that work uh, I don't believe so. I, okay. I, I looked into this, and there's been some research done on this, and it doesn't look as though having a fake nest does does okay. anything. These things in the forest, uh, you know, live there, and there's plenty of room. So the reason probably people don't see them coming back is because every year the population dies, only the queen survives. Oh, okay. Okay, so next year she's looking for a totally new place. So mm. she's got lots of options. She, she mates <laughs> in the fall and carries that the sperm all year and then starts the colony early this year we had a bit of a it was pretty nice early yeah, yeah we had a good winter so if we had a lot of survival likely we had a bit of an early start so now we're seeing the first hatch of workers out foraging and building colonies typically it's late fall when it's dry and dry weather is what they prefer and we've had relatively dry weather so it's it's like the trouble is it's likely going to get worse because they've had no. a good start and there's plenty of time and it's warm now so it might be a long summer all right mike you know what i've i've really enjoyed our conversation i'm out of time will you come back on the show sometime we can talk about bugs again someday oh anytime that's my uh, my pet hobby i would love to do that thank you for joining Thanks, us Jaylen. this afternoon mike delinsky is the former provincial entomologist for alberta he's the director of science and innovation with taurus we're talking about wasps those annoying things which i find hard to believe have any use on this planet but apparently they do